John le Carre calling out the traitors. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. John le Carre, the former British spy turned spy novelist, has some grave words for Tony Blair. More than seven years after the invasion of Iraq, the former British prime minister, now out of office and touring the world pushing his political memoir, is encountering serious protests at his book signings. John le Carre. I can't understand that Blair has an afterlife at all. It seems to me that any politician who takes his country to war under false pretenses has committed the ultimate sin. I think that a war in which we refuse to accept the body count of those we kill is also a war of which we should be ashamed. We've always got to be careful of that. Um, I think that I wasn't speaking as a prophet. I was just speaking as a as an angry citizen, I suppose. I think it's true that we've, we've caused irreparable damage in the Middle East. Um, I think we shall pay for it for a long time. We sat together in a television studio across the River Thames overlooking two of his former places of employment, MI5, the Domestic Security Service, and MI6, the Secret Intelligence Service, which operates internationally, the equivalents of the U.S.'s FBI and CIA. John le Carre is the pen name of David Cornwell, who was a spy from the late 1950s into the early 60s. He began to write novels and had to assume a pen name due to his work as a spy. He was stationed in Germany when in 1961 he saw the Berlin Wall go up, motivating him to write his third novel, The Spy Who Came In From the Cold, which became an international bestseller. The novel came out as another British spy novelist, Ian Fleming, was enjoying success with a series about the notorious fictional British spy James Bond. Unlike the flamboyant characters and endless action of the Bond books and films, the subjects of Le Carre's novels were bleak characters engaged in unsavory acts of deception and calculated violence. With the world focused on the Berlin Wall and the Cuban Missile Crisis, Le Carre captured a global audience depicting the raw reality of the spy on the front lines of the Cold War. As the Cold War ended, Le Carre continued his prolific writing, shifting focus increasingly to the inequities of globalization, unchecked multinational corporate power, and the frequent confluence of corporate interests in the activities of national spy services. Perhaps best known among his later novels is The Constant Gardener, about a pharmaceutical company using unwitting people in Kenya for dangerous, sometimes fatal tests of an experimental drug. This is an excerpt of the film. The pharmaceuticals are right up there with the arms dealers. Payoffs, cover-ups, unmarked graves. Are you crazy? These people, they kill anybody. The poor man seems to have convinced himself there was a conspiracy in which we are all complicit. There's a contract out on it. You'll never know who ordered the hit. That's the way it works with corporate matter. things that are done in the name of the shareholder are to me as terrifying as the things that are done, dare I say it, in the name of God. Like many of his novels, The Constant Gardener was made into a popular feature film starring Ray Fiennes and Rachel Weisz. Le Carre has written often of Africa. It's where I have seen globalization at work on the ground. It's a pretty ugly sight. Uh, it's, a, it's a boardroom fantasy. Uh, what it actually means is the exploitation of very cheap labor, very often the ecological disaster that comes with it, the creation of megacities, the depletion of agrarian cultures and tribal cultures. John Le Carre's latest book, his 22nd, just out this week, is called Our Kind of Traitor. 
It targets a fictional array of London bankers and their protectors in Parliament who collude with Russian mafiosi to prop up the collapsed world economy by laundering hundreds of billions of dollars in criminal profits. Back in 2003, before the invasion of Iraq, Le Carre marched against the war with, by many estimates, more than a million people. We stopped. We were all wedged together in down, looking into Downing Street, where the prime minister's residence is. And nobody seemed to speak, but a kind of feral roar of popular will rose. And I tried to imagine what it must have been like uh, for, for Blair sitting inside that building and hearing that sound. Uh, it was like a huge cry that goes up at a football game or something like that, where you actually, it, it, it is no longer verbalized. It's just an animal seething noise. And uh, I, I think it will always be remembered of him that he took us to war as most people perceive, on the strength of lies. McCary said he wouldn't buy Blair's book, but he does have some questions for him. Have you ever seen what happens when a grenade goes off in a school? Do you really know what you're doing when you order shock and awe? Are you prepared to kneel beside a dying soldier and tell him why he went to Iraq? John le Carré summed up what he sees as a central problem for global powers, especially Britain and the United States. Victims never forget, and the winners do, and they forget very quickly. Because of that, John le Carré continues writing into his 80th year, engaging people as he seeks what he calls the big truth. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.